This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember to check out the show, folks, live at 2 p.m. Eastern on AMI-TV. 4 p.m. Eastern, AMI-audio. You get the first run of it. Repeat, 10 p.m. Eastern time on both networks. Whenever you have time to take us in, we appreciate it. All your time is valuable to you, certainly valuable to us, so we do our best to fill it out with some great content. Kelly McDonald here with Ramya Muthan. Let's get into a TV talk. We do this every other week, and we've got some good things to uh, review right now with our communication specialist, Greg David. I'm Greg David, and I love TV. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where we talk about the biggest hits, misses, and trends in television and entertainment. Greg, we're talking award ceremonies. Uh, this past Sunday night was the 2024 Golden Globe Awards. And if you were a fan of Oppenheimer, Barbie, Succession, and The Bear, you were very, very happy. Uh, you talked about these shows just recently or had your own, you know, um, uh, interests and reviews on what you thought was going to do well and not do well. Yeah. You're here to recap what went on at the Golden Globes. So first of all, did you watch the show live? Uh, no, I did not watch the show live. Um, I recorded it on my PVR and I went back and watched it and I thought, eh. I mean, uh. the ratings were the ratings were better than they were for last year. I think that that's mm-hmm. mainly because of Oppenheimer and Barbie. Uh, you know, they grabbed so many headlines in the past in the fall because they were battling for box office supremacy. Yeah. So I think that there was a lot of you know, and because of the number of people that went to see those movies, they tuned in to watch it. I mean, they certainly didn't tune in to watch Joe Coy uh, host the show. I actually had to look <laughs> him up because I had no clue who he was. Uh, oh, he's you know, a comedian. Had, yeah, yeah he's he got a bit defensive too, didn't he? Well, he's pretty funny. His stand-ups are okay. Yeah, uh, he yeah. got a bit defensive really... there because people were kind of ragging because they were hurrying through it. And like he pointed, man, I just got this gig, guys. Okay, was, but to I be fair. I was only informed a while ago. To be fair, I find like even my favorite comedians doesn't mean that it translates as them being great hosts. I just, sometimes I cringe. Yeah, like, you, oh, no. you hit the nail on you hit the nail on the head, Rami, because like you know, a Ricky Gervais, you know, is 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 an example of somebody that is fairly good at at hosting. But to host a live award show, it sure. is a thankless job because you're going to be ripped on it whether you do a good job or not. You know, your job is to host the show, tell some jokes off the top, and then kind of get off stage yep. and just kind right. of get know, out come of the in way. From com- exactly get out of the way so any extra time that you spend in there you you just you know you're just setting yourself up for trouble you know making fun of taylor swift in a joke while she was there in the theater probably it wasn't a very good idea because of course there's yeah i mean there's the taylor swift army right so you don't want to get them upset this is a sore spot to begin with okay well hey let's break it down you want to talk about that let's go what happened so well, I mean, he made a joke about the – it was an NFL joke that oh. involved Taylor Swift as well. And so he got into a lot of trouble for that. And, I mean, I didn't think the joke was all that bad. There were there were people that, that found it offensive and upsetting to them. Um, you know, The T-Swizzy fans. 
Yeah, exactly. So they're going to come after him. But yeah, like I said, the ratings, the ratings were good, and and some of the more popular shows and, and movies won. So that's really all that matters when it comes right down. The to NFL it. fans were too busy watching football. Yeah, I think it's the one thing that you can't, like you said, Greg, you can't come out of it unscathed. It's it's that kind of thing where somebody people are going to find you did something wrong. And yeah. I don't even know why half these people want to even do it because it's so thankless. And yeah. there's no way of getting it fully right. There's going to be someone that's going to complain. It's just high scrutiny because it is very, we're there for a reason. We each have our own thing. And you frown on that, you're in trouble. Um, you mentioned, we mentioned off the top that Oppenheimer, Barbie, Succession, and The Bear won the bulk of the awards on Sunday. Why do you think that was the case? I mean, there were plenty of other movies in those categories. Yeah, and we're going to talk about some of those other other shows in the categories. But, you know, I think that the jury played it safe. And and as I was putting together kind of my thoughts for this, uh, for our discussion today, I hadn't realized that, uh, you know, back when we spoke before Christmas and talked about the nominees, um, we discussed these nominations and the, how the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was no longer in charge of the Golden Globes, that right. Dick Clark Enterprises had acquired the assets and rights and everything to do with the Golden Globes. So, you know, I was all set to say, uh, you know that I think that they played it safe, but it turns out that the Hollywood Foreign Press jury still voted on it this year's categories. So that's a little bit of behind-the-scenes uh, okay. drama. So even though the, the the Foreign Press isn't in charge of the Golden Globes for this year's nominees, they voted on them, and I do think that they played it safe. Um, I think that you know the criticism is that they always tended to 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 play to certain favorites, um, but there were a couple of um, you know interesting surprises for the Golden Globes, particularly in some of the TV categories. But overall, yeah, like you said off the top, uh, you know there were a handful of things that dominated all the categories, and unless you're fans of those, it can make for a long night and and sometimes a depressing night as well. Because you want to see other shows and other movies win. Well, it goes back to the question of what are these award shows doing anyways? Like, why are they still around? And all the other, you know, bigger conceptual questions that we've been throwing around lately yep. for, for different reasons, right? Like, do they socially stand anymore? And if you're saying, yeah, they kind of played it safe, then it makes me think, is, it, is this even organic anymore? Like, is this legitimate? I, I, I... You know, it's it's a legitimate question, you know, especially when it, mainly people tune in to see what they want to win. But I think even more than that, they want to see the red carpet. And I don't even yeah. mean the red carpet interviews. I'm talking about like the red carpet fashion, because when I went to social media the day after on the Monday, it was all about the best and worst looks. You yep, know, those were the, sure. that was the secondary secondary story to the categories and the shows and movies. that Usually won. is. Okay, who, well, yeah, I, yeah, there's a lot I of that. that. I, I mean, I have people in the broadcast world yep. that that I know, and they they set up on Sunday night before, and away they go commenting through the whole night, even during. They'll they'll start at red carpet, but even during, mm -hmm. they're still commenting on any of the outfits that they didn't catch on the red carpet. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and and with the it's it's kind of like there's like a whole tailgate tailgate party. You know, the Super Bowl has hours right. and hours before you actually get to the game of broadcast. That's what it's like for some of these big award shows. They'll start with the programming at three or four o'clock in the afternoon, and then head into prime time, and that's all they're talking about. They're, they are talking about the nominations, but they're also talking to those people on the red carpet and asking what they're wearing and that type of thing. So yeah, I mean, uh, this is an ongoing conversation. Do do I think award shows? deserve to take place sure but maybe we don't need to be devoting three hours of prime time to it anymore oh my maybe we gosh. can just watch it on streaming i can't get behind three hours period like i've always <laughs> yeah. you know it, it's always yeah. been youtube highlights for me now tiktok highlights and then speed yeah. up those highlights and then we're gonna <laughs> have this one convo with no. you and i'm set okay 
uh, especially because it's like the same four shows that are winning everything. Yeah. But um, let's talk about some of the nominations in the key categories in best television series drama. Succession was the big winner. Uh, took it home. Uh, what is it? Trophies for series, series. female actor, male actor, yeah. supporting yeah. roles. What is going on? Everything. Yeah, I mean, I, when we spoke before the holidays, I thought that The Last of Us might win this category. But, you know, if this was Succession's year. This was the final year of the show. Um, and uh, it was a very, very strong season as well, whether you like the ending or not. I personally did. This was, a you know, the, a final bow on on a great series uh, to give it to give it so many awards. I was thr thrilled that Kieran Culkin and Matthew McFadden and Sandra Snook all won for their acting roles. And, you know, if you've got Crave, uh, you're paying that little extra for crave you can stream all of the seasons of succession there uh like i said a little surprised that the last of us didn't win in that's any what you were hoping categories. for yeah. yeah yeah but you know what there's always next year now this succession has moved on now we can clear the way for the last of us it was kind of like the sopranos the sopranos would keep yes. winning all the time and it wasn't until that show finally left that there were other shows that could step in and, and win in the best drama category so that's what's going to happen next year 25-year celebration on that. That'll be another topic for a couple of weeks from now, right, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> Over on Best Television Series, Musical, or Comedy, The Bear took home the trophy and did also for Best Performance by a Female Actor and Male Actor. Now, back before the holidays, you actually thought The Bear would win and why you love The Bear. Now, it's not a comedy. As, well, not really a comedy. Um, yeah. Do you still feel not the same? Not even a comedy. Deserved? Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I don't. I felt like the bear was the odd man out in this category. I mean, there are definitely funny moments in uh, in the first season of the show, uh, but less so in the second season. I felt as though this was a dr more of a dramatic show than anything else. Yes. I also thought. Barry was going to win because it was the final season of Barry. I guess that final season of Barry was a little bit too weird for the Hollywood Foreign Press. It did have some strange uh, tweaks to the storyline that, that made things a little bit strange for me. Uh, that said, though, I love The Bear. The first season of The Bear established the series as the story of this hotshot chef who returns to Chicago uh, to take over running his late brother's fast food restaurant. Uh, so the second season really delved into the characters and how they ended up the way that they are today. Because let's... Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a spoiler alert. They're all pretty flawed, so you find out why. <laughs> um, this the special almost hour-long Christmas episode was one of the hardest episodes of The Bear ever to watch, mm. but it went a long way to explaining how the main characters have ended up in the flawed way that they are. Uh, and I love the fact that uh, Jeremy Allen White and Ao Edabiri both uh, won in the Best Actor and Best Actress categories. Uh, they've both been wonderful on that show and have carried it on their shoulders for two seasons. So, yeah, I'm happy about it i would have been more excited about barry but i'm okay with the bear okay now you don't normally join us to talk about movies but we got to get your thoughts obviously on oppenheimer and barbie winning yeah yeah excited um i had not seen i didn't see either of them in the in the theaters um i had i watched uh, barbie over the weekend because i have crave so i watched that on demand and i really really enjoyed it i mean you know there's a lot of back and forth it's a man-hating movie you know what just sit down and watch a movie and enjoy it for what it is okay without mm -hmm. having to read into it there's a lot of sensitive guys out there that need to really just kind of chill out be quiet and watch stuff and oh, just enjoy oh. them we're gonna um, cut so... that for the highlights great <laughs> oh, yeah i <especially laughs> the yeah uh, it'll show up on Cut for Time on Friday. Yeah, I want to see this is that a line that every person that. in my life who's been resisting needs to hear. Thank you. Yeah, Greg. I mean, honestly, I think I think we'll just add it to a soundboard and just make sure yeah. whatever you need, yeah. you can hit it, and it just comes. A lot of sensitive guys out there. Settle down. 
<laughs> yeah, settle down, watch watch Barbie and enjoy it. I am looking forward to seeing Oppenheimer, which will be out in on Crave in a, in, a, in a, you know within the next month or so. Um, and you know, from what it looks like, the the Screen Actors Guild Awards came out um, uh, earlier today, and uh, both Oppenheimer and Barbie and Succession, all the shows that we talked about today, are nominated in those major categories. And the Oscar nominations are going to be coming out soon, and Oppenheimer and Barbie are going to be a big part of that as well. Yeah. 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 I'm curious, Greg, off the top, we uh, kind of mentioned the numbers. So we figure we can say, okay, people are glad to see this or thinking that and everything like that. But it still blows my mind, especially when I hear a reaction about three hours sitting there like rum you had, because I've never, since I was a child, there's no way I had the tolerance to watch any of that for three hours going on. So it blows my mind. And I guess it, it, a lot goes to the red carpet. But um, so quickly, were you shocked? At the, what is it, nine point whatever million? Yeah, I mean, this just shows, you know, I've been covering award shows for, for years back when I worked at TV Guide and would cover the primetime Emmys, and the fact that nine million is a great number for the Golden Globes just shows you how much of an erosion there is when it comes to watching primetime television. You know, we, we've talked about the fact that live sports is really the only stuff that people tune into, and, you know, yeah. Rami is a perfect example saying, you know, she'd rather head to TikTok and uh, and just kind of zip through those 10 minutes, <laughs> those 10 minute clips. Ten Everybody's minutes. viewing us. Yeah, well, uh, 10 seconds, sorry, Thank I meant you. to say. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it just shows our attention spans just aren't there anymore. So if you're not fast-forwarding through the PVR on the PVR like I was, you're going to social media to get those clips because that's where the coolest clips are going to be anyway. Why sit through three hours? We, you can all have it encapsulated into uh, into seconds or just a few minutes. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it revolves around the question, like, okay, do we just keep things the way they are because you know that they're the traditionalists, you know that they're people who want the speeches, they want to hear yeah. from their celebrities, and, like, it is nice, right? It's sentimental, yep. and these are the things that, even though we don't talk about them as the main or the second main highlight, they're uh, things that you remember, like what Taylor Swift did or whoever said at these mm -hmm. award shows. You're following people's careers. People are super fans, but at the end of the day, it's three hours. At the end of We're the day, we keep it. them because somebody's paying for sponsorship dollars. Right? Like, that's it's not... It. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and but the thing is now they're, they're giving away so many awards that aren't actually on camera anymore. True. Oh, and, thank you know, God. Just, Read about yeah, it. Yeah, like... So just make it even shorter. Two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, let's no, just no, no. You're still being generous. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you know the bear is going to win everything, then just give it all at once. Like, no, why no, are we no. going to put it on the morning one, on on, uh, on Dateline or whatever you call yeah. it on NBC Morning or and something like that? Let Heather Hiscox the run them down for you on CBC. The, the Canadian Screen Awards have got it right. They pre-tape it, and theirs is an hour. That's oh, the Canadian Screen Awards uh, model, and I think that we can do that. Just do it in an hour. That's all you need. On double speed, that's only half an hour. Greg, thank <laughs> you so yeah. much. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Bye. No one's going to watch TV and watch people like that. I I literally no, you, speed you up all listen. my TikToks. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying this is a norm No one's going to watch it that way. We don't know that. Listen, we got to take sure. a poll. Uh, but yeah, Greg uh, David yeah, will be back. All you sighted people, tell <laughs> us if you're going to watch those faces speed along. Oh, my mm, God. It's oh. there for a reason. But anyway, Greg David joins us every other week to talk TV. And it sounds like we need to get Crave because everything's going up on Crave. Or yep, for is. sure it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to Oppenheimer. Coming up after the break, unsold Christmas trees are on the menu for elephants and bison at the Berlin Zoo if you head there, especially if you're an elephant. Beth Deer gives us the details on the buzz. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv.
Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.